Hey girl, grab your headphones. You know I'm not that friend that you can have on the speakerphone. <laughs> this is the Yo Fly Auntie Podcast, and I am Kendra, also known as Yo Fly Auntie. This is a space for the grown folks, so sit back, relax, and get ready for takeoff, baby, because we are about to be fly. It ain't about a midlife crisis, but it's all about midlife flyness. Let's go. Hey, girl. Come on in here. Welcome, welcome. This is the Yo Fly Auntie Podcast, and I am Kendra, also known as Yo Fly Auntie. How's your week going? How's it going? Are things going good in your neck of the woods? I don't know why woods have necks. <laughs> That's some old countryfied saying. I love a good countryfied saying. Next week is Thanksgiving. Uh, I think a lot of us are going to get a chance to travel next week. I think a lot of people are going to be able to go and sit with Mama Dam and all that good stuff next week, which is going to be so good just to be in the presence of friends and family. You know, we've been going through this uh, COVID season. Lots of people have uh, gotten their vaccinations and or are taking care of themselves in different ways to make sure that they try to stay as safe as possible. And with that being said, we might get a chance to see grandma. We might get a chance to see grandma, get the auntie and um, have some, um, some of the good old food, the recipes. You know, that is the thing about the holidays. It's seeing your family too, but it's walking in, you know, your aunt's house and it smells like, that recipe for, you know, greens or for some kind of um, dressing or, or stuffing, depending on who you are and where you live, uh, that you've been smelling and, and tasting your whole life, you know. And so now look at you still grown and wanting to go over there and put your legs and your feet under grandma, auntie, uh, mama, them table. It's nothing like that. There's just simply nothing like that. Um, as a person who doesn't have that opportunity anymore to have uh, my mother and my my grandma and uh, my dad and a lot and pretty much my my family is we I've told y'all this before it's pretty small, and so to not have that and to create that for my family is often challenging, you know, and we have to honor that during the season, especially after going through so much grief. There are not too many people who weren't uh, and still aren't uh, affected by COVID and, you know, how much it cost us uh, personally, professionally, mentally, Lord have mercy mentally, Uh, so it is also important to honor the fact that there's a lot of grief during these, this, this season. So it's a celebratory season, depending on what you're celebrating, uh, say, you know, Muslim, Christian, uh, Jewish, uh, non-denominational, uh, denominational, 
atheist, Santa Claus-ish, Festivus, if you watched Seinfeld. I know that's so random. Festivus for the rest of us. Not me. I'm celebrating Christmas. But um, yeah, so it is important that we uh, keep all of those things in our heart. Reach out to those people that you have that you know may be struggling during the holidays. Uh, If they may not want to talk, but you know, send them a text. Say what's up. Just let them know you're thinking about them, praying for them, sending some positive energy their way, or just some thoughts. Just, you know, sometimes when you just think of people and then all of a sudden you keep thinking about them because, you know, it's on your mind, it's on your heart, it's on your spirit. And you keep thinking, and you keep thinking, you're like, they must need to hear from me. Uh, and, and those little things go such a long, long way. And uh, my family had an opportunity. Well, it was a surprise to me, y'all. Uh, an opportunity to create a a new tradition. I guess it would be a tradition. My husband surprised me for our 20th wedding anniversary and we did a vow renewal at the beach. So honey, I thought I was going to the beach to um, kick it at the beach with kids and, you know, get away for a little while because we hadn't had a chance to do that in a minute. And huh? was told was bring a white outfit okay I can bring that you know so but I'm thinking beachy Mm -hmm. get to the beach it's cold so we didn't even get a chance to really hang at the beach so we're driving around hanging around in the city that we were in and the day before the vow renewal we're sitting down eating and my bestest bestest cousin sister friend walks in from hundreds of miles she's hundreds of miles away from where we were we're sitting down eating and she walks in let me tell you something it was a full-on viola davis ugly cry silly and netty color purple running through the bushes moment when kira walked in that door honey when she walked in the door it was like a dream it was like a dream because we've not had that much opportunity to spend time together in these past couple of years. And like I said, my family is small. And so to see her, that she came there and then the next day, honey, having then set up the whole situation, had an officiant and had the, they had the camera and the flowers and the whole thing. And so the boys called this not a vow renewal, but a birthday celebration of when our family was born. Oh my gosh. (sighs) Just so emotional and so beautiful and so needed. I don't know if, I don't know if I'm getting softer in my old age. I think that that was, that would be so, I mean, I, that's a special moment regardless. I don't think that's me being like, oh gosh, everything's mushy and gushy, but it was really It was beautiful. And I will take that with me always, always, always. And I I encourage you in this moment to kind of think of who loves you and who you love. And don't take that for granted. You know, don't take that for granted. Back to mama them and the recipes and the whatnot. 
it all changes. That is our constant, right? The only thing that's constant is what change. So yeah, so I am, I am in the midst of all of that and all of that. And of course I have a brand new episode for you next week before Thanksgiving, because you got to listen to something while you are getting your yams and stuff together to take over to, um, to wherever you're going. Did you guys watch I know I said I hadn't been watching a bunch of stuff, but did you watch um, High on the Hog on Netflix? I highly recommend watching that. I may have said that before, um, but the discussion of yams made me think about that. Uh, that yams, we don't have yams in the United States. We actually have sweet potatoes. Yams are from Africa. They are not here. So the the yams are more like, I know my Caribbean folk, the ground provisions, you know, the big root. That is a yam. The the things we have here are sweet potatoes, but we're going to call them what we want to because we do that. Okay. (laughs) That is what we do. And speaking of what we do and how we do it, what's in your cup? Are you preparing for the new year? What's in your cup of fuck it? What's in there? What's it? What is, what are you, you getting rid of? What are you drinking on? What are you processing? What you pouring out? <laughs> you pouring out a little liquor. Don't waste it. Pour it down in your cup, put, <laughs> put it in your cup. So what is in my cup of fuck it this week? Nothing. I have nothing that I am trying to just say fuck it to. Uh, but I, I always keep my mug <laughs> because I gotta be ready. Right? <laughs> What's the poppin' topic? What's the poppin' topic? What's the poppin' topic? This week, it is all about body image. Body image and ageism. Body, I don't know what we call that. Body ageism? I don't know. The societal standards uh, around beauty are, of course, we know they are very youth centered, right? And I know I just jumped right on into the popping topic, but honey, sometimes you just have to shake shit up. You shake shit up by having these conversations and sometimes not following your own rules. (laughs) So there you have it. But uh, there are several things that I've been noticing. So one of the things first, let's just start with the, we go from the crown to the toe, from the head to the feet. So one of the things that I've been noticing, uh, and I, you know, this is nothing new that uh, natural hair, of course, you know, has always, it's not, our hair is a whole war, right? Uh, There's a whole war fought over black women's hair. First of all, straightening our hair when we were little that meant that you were dressed right having long hair was equated with being beautiful having hair that was looked closer to somebody who was phenotypically described as white that was considered beautiful and I don't think that we have shaken that not enough again somebody who was considered to be thin now of course whatever that means um not as you know curvy and voluptuous and statuesque as sisters seem tend to be uh have a little have booty over here and booty over there and look curve in the top and 
and and you know the the robust body of a black woman is not considered to be beautiful but we all know that we are the beauty standard i'm talking just to be honest <laughs> we are the standard the full lips the brown skin the the curvy the curvy bodies but we have been taught that those things are negative so as you look out as people are embracing this more age positive body positive environment what i am also noticing is that uh people who are considered to be beautiful or have some kind of uh as an older person they are still thin are considered to be uh, a smaller person you know the typical size of an american woman is a size 14 16 and that might be a glamour size the glamour size is what they call like when they be putting a size 14 in your in your, your, your um pants when they really be a 20 but we don't care about them numbers what we know is that's sometimes what is done okay and so you normally will see people in ads for things that have their, Ooh, look at her. She's so pretty or he's so good looking gray hair. Right. But still a very youthful appearance to them and able bodied. Hmm. Very interesting because one thing that we know that comes with aging is a body that might not necessarily be able to do what it used to do, not in the same way that it used to do it. So what is not normal and not typical is what is celebrated as beautiful. Where is the beauty in aging? Where the curves start to come? You know that your your tummy gets a little softer, perhaps, your hips may spread a little more, perhaps. What does that mean if you are assigning these very, very narrow beauty standards to a broader section of society? So as black women, you know, we normally if middle fingers up, hold them in the air high as Beyonce say, say boy, bye, <laughs> say bye to those, those things, because we've had to make our own standard of beauty. Black is beautiful. Black is, you know, let's say it loud. I'm black and I'm proud. All of the things that we've heard coming up because it wasn't shown to us. And guess what y'all It still ain't. I need to see more of you. I need to see more of me. I need to see more of my sister friends who are fucking fabulous. Thank you very much. But honey, everything ain't smooth and ready to groove. And that's beautiful. Everyone's bodies aren't working the same way that they did 20 years ago. Why would they? In some ways, maybe they've gotten better. I know my mind has and I can tell you about that. Now dot my eyes, they don't work. <laughs> but even with that, like if you see someone uh, advertising for eyeglasses, normally what you will see is, let's say, if the hair is gray, it's a longer 
gray hair. It's not a short jazzy cut or braids or locks in, and I know people who have amazing, all of that, not faces that are round and full like many of our faces are in the faces of our mothers and aunts and grandmothers, even with wearing eyeglasses, you don't see the image pushed back to you of what those glasses would really look like on your damn face. Your glasses not going to look like that. Where are the glasses that I can look at the lady or the guy and say, you know what? That would look good on me because boom, I see myself. Why is this important? Well, it's important because it proves that number one, we buying all of this shit. And number two, it means that you value the actual consumer. Is society going to value our looks and love of our bodies and ourselves? Isn't that a book? (laughs) I don't know. I can't say. But what I can say is that, you know, we are very powerful together when we come together and we discuss openly and honestly that ageism cannot be tackled without talking about fat phobia and without talking about ableism. I know, here I go adding some more shit to the the conversation, but it's true. You can't have these conversations without taking all of the rest of it in. You know, you remember when your grandma and your aunt and everybody got a little older and they were really pushed to desexualize themselves because being sexy and vibrant and having their boom, boom and a boom, ba was really meant for younger women. And you, when you come home from work, you need to put your, your mumu on and going on about your business. Well, we rebuke that <laughs> on this of today's. We don't, we don't want that. They did that because it's for us. So now we don't have to. They they went with what they had to go through so we could get to the point that we do, we can say not no thank you or fuck off if you would like to say it either way. I could do both. <laughs> but <laughs> either way. So we have to look at the overarching theme that you cannot talk about ageism without including fat phobia, which is really big in society. That was not meant to be a pun. But if you look at like anything that Lizzo does, any actress that that's in our age group, Lizzo is a younger woman, but any actress that you can think of, can you think of someone who has an ample body, a body that has curves that looks like the ones that you see, many of us see in the mirror. I can't think of very many. I Octavia Davis is um, the only one I can really think of. And so what does that mean? I don't know. But the conversation needs to start. And it needs to start right in our little minds. Not little. Not these minds, honey. Not these brilliant minds of ours. But yeah, it needs to start in our minds that we have to dismantle uh, the the colonization of what we consider to be beautiful, even when it comes to getting older, especially not even when, especially when it comes to getting older, because you have your adulthood 
that you had before midlife. And this adulthood is different from that adulthood. It's like a second part of your adulthood. And it needs to be defined in ways that are separate and apart from earlier. We don't need to bring all of the the youth culture stuff over into aging. Of course you still want to be vibrant and a part of society. But does that mean you have to do things that are normally defined as things that are for a younger person? I don't know. I say no. I don't know what the whole fool no is, but I don't want to. Listen, 20-year-old me was dope, but 50-year-old me is so much doper. So, so much doper. So yeah, as we go forward, we're going to continue this conversation uh, in the internet streets. You know where you can find me on IG and on uh, Twitter and on Facebook and on my webpage at YoFlaAunty.com. I am all over the grams and the webs and the streets. Holla at me. Let's continue this conversation. I want to hear your thoughts about it. Cool? Cool. Wait, girl, hold up. I can't let you leave without something to take home. Let me get you some aluminum foil. Ooh, in the spirit of the giving of the thanks and the thanks of the giving. Uh, Okay, so we can just start by the fact that we give thanks all the time, right? And thanksgiving, as it is known about the pilgrims and all the folks, we're not participating in that part. So this is about giving thanks in all things. Yeah. Yeah. To be thankful and grateful. I am sending you home with a take home bag of thankfulness Mm -hmm. for the little things, for the big things, for the heartache and pain, for the things that you prayed your way out of. Don't go back to those. (laughs) <laughs> stay out of this it's <laughs> that you prayed your way out of that you made your way out of that you survived that you are now thriving for the good times for the bad times for the things that you learned for the things that you taught others for everything for everything big and small giving thanks and to remember to stay in that space of being thankful I know it can be super challenging to remain in a, in a state of gratitude, especially when shit is hard, right? But to give thanks reminds you to stay in the moment. Sometimes it's easier said than done. Been there. Been there, done that. No, knowing the way that life goes, we'll probably been there and do that again. But to stay in a state of grace and gratitude and thankfulness So my reminder for you this week goes in the take-home bag. And in that bag is for you to remember to be thankful. Guess what I'm thankful for? I'm thankful for you. Mm -hmm. I know. We might not have ever met before. Still thankful. Because you out there doing the damn thing. I can feel it. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, I can. (laughs) I can. Well, the clock on the wall says that's all, y'all. But you know, I hate to let you go, but I gotta go. 
It ain't goodbye. It's just see you later. This is the Yo Fly Auntie podcast and I am Kendra. I always have so much fun when I'm with you. Listen here, honey, do me a favor. Don't forget to rate, subscribe, and review. And I will see you out on those internet streets, y'all. Take care.